Today is the November 21st, 2021 meeting of Hope Bible Church. Steve Hogan's message is titled, Being Thankful. If you'd like to support our sermon audio ministry, please click the Give button on our sermon audio homepage. Thank you. All of us will have an opportunity to say thank you now because we're going to have a, what we call a responsive reading. When I grew up in the Baptist church, they had uh, certain ones in the back of the hymnal, and you could, the pastor would say one line, and the congregation would follow behind. So we're going to practice that this morning. Uh, if you turn to Psalm 136 in a Bible in front of you there in the pew, or if you brought your own, or some of you have little eye-something eye devices that you read your Bible off of, whatever you want to do, I will read the verse... And the congregation that you will respond appropriately with the phrase, for his loving kindness is everlasting. That's the version we have in our pew in front of us. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Psalm 36, let's begin. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the God of gods. Sorry. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To who, him who alone does great wonders. To him who made the heavens with skill. To him who spread out the earth above the waters. To him who made the great lights, the sun to rule by day, the moon and the stars to rule by night, to him who smote the Egyptians in their firstborn, and brought Israel out from their midst. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. And made Israel pass through the midst of it. But he overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who smote great kings. And he slew mighty kings. Sion, king of the Amorites. And Og, king of Bashan. And he gave their land as a heritage, even a heritage to Israel, his servant, who remembered us in our low estate and has rescued us from our adversaries, who gives food to all flesh. 
Give thanks to the God of heaven. Let's pray. Father, each one of us could look at our life and say, the time you brought me through this when I was only five years old, for your loving kindness is everlasting. And how you helped me in school when I was scared, for your loving kindness was everlasting. We could look at a thousand times in the history of our life where your mercy, your grace, your loving kindness was so abundant when it was so needed. Just as they rehearsed the history of Israel, each one of us could rehearse our own history in you and the way you have provided, watched over us, loved us, given us everything we need. Your loving kindness is truly everlasting and your mercy for us beyond measure. Help us to always be ever rehearsing these things in our mind to remind us of your faithfulness, remind us of how much you love us, that we might want to serve you, to recognize that we are living sacrifices to give our lives to you. Use your word this morning as Steve brings it to bring those thoughts, those feelings, that truth into our hearts. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Good morning. Good to see you all here at Hope Bible Church. Glad you could be with us today in this Lord's Day. Indeed, it is a blessing. We think of being thankful this Thanksgiving week. Um, I think mainly one of the main things is, is, is we have a church. We have a Bible that God gives us, and we can hear the Word of God. I, sometimes I'm sitting there in the morning reading my Bible and says, man, I'm really blessed. Uh, not everybody's got a Bible. Not everybody understands it. And, and we have this word that he gives us to lead us, to guide us, to teach us, to encourage our lives. And so today I thought we should have a little message on thankfulness. We've done these before, but this is such an important subject. It's a subject that should occupy our hearts, of course, not just one day a year. That is this Thanksgiving Day, which is this Thursday, but every day of the year. There are many basic duties of the Christian, and being thankful is, is a very, very important one. In fact, God commands us to be thankful because he knows it's essential for our life to be a growing, contented, successful, uh, joyful Christian. You need to be thankful. But sadly, many Christians, and I say many Christians, aren't thankful like they should. And there are then problems in their lives. And I would dare say that many problems that Christians have relate to not being thankful. That's why this is so, so important. The word thankful comes from the Greek word charis, C-H-A-R-I-S. Uh, it's a word that's also translated as grace. A thankful person realizes who he is and what he has and, and, and what he owns and possesses is, is ultimately not from himself or from others, but is from God. John the Baptist said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. David says, we thank you, God, and praise your glorious name for all things come from you and from your hand we have given you. We need to realize that anything that we have that is good, anything that we can do that is good, is what God has really given to us. The thankful person knows this and then expresses his thanks to God. He is grateful to God then for who God is and for what God then does for him. But what about an unbeliever? Romans one twenty one says this about them, even though they knew there was a God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became foolish in their speculations. We see the words honor and thankfulness go together, and they're not honoring God. They're not thanking him, not recognizing God in their life. 
The unbeliever then is a fool because he does not thank God. The truly thankful person is a believer who sees God's work in the world. He sees it in, his, in the church, in his family, in his own life then. And, and then he expresses gratitude to God. He is truly grateful to God and gives God then the credit for what is going on. And when a person thanks God for who God is and what he does, and that helps him to more clearly see who God is, that God is holy and powerful and wise and, 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 and sovereign, all these, all these things. Indeed, indeed, um, thankfulness helps us to see God for who he really is. And what it does then is it helps you to worship him more. And that is thankfulness is that which helps you and enables you and motivates you to worship the Lord. Psalm 104 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We see then this connection between thankfulness and, and praise. And so when you're getting time with God, begin with thankfulness. Begin with thankfulness. It really does help you to see more who God is and what he is doing in your life. Indeed, uh, it helps you then to know God. And knowing God is one of the ultimate goals of life. Thankfulness then is a key to knowing God and growing in your relationship with him. It's just a simple thing, but it will help you in your relationship with God to know him better and grow then, grow then in your relationship with him. And thankfulness starts with thinking. This is, this is very basic. Thankfulness starts with thinking. And, and so think about your life and see how God's been specifically involved in your life and then thank him. Thank him for what he is doing. And God works in every single person, every single family, every single church, every single situation. God is working. So we need to be thinking about what God is doing. And that then will help to spiritually open your eyes to see what he is doing. Again, help you then to thank him, to be thankful to him for, for what he is doing. I can't stress enough, enough the importance of taking this time to review your life and to be thinking about what God is doing I, 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 every day. I've said this before, I'll say it again, at least take some time at night. We all find time to do lots of things in the day, and you'll do lots of things today and tonight, but can you find five minutes at the end of the day to think back over the day and thank him for what he is doing? So, so important. Turn to Psalm 90. Well, sir, turn to Psalm 111 first. Psalm 111. It has this connection between seeing what God is doing and then being thankful and being worshipful. Psalm 111, verse 1. I'm going to read the first eight verses. It all relates to this point here. Psalm 111, verses 1 through 8. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They're studied by all who delight in them. That is their study. The person thinks about them. Splendid and majestic is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He has given food to those who fear him. He will remember his covenant forever. He has made known to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are sure. They're upheld forever and ever. They're performed in truth and uprightness. So we see here, we read here about the works of God. We See there, this person then is thankful. He is praising God for what God is, is doing. But we also see that the character of God, verse 4. As you're thankful, then you see what God is doing, but you also see who he is. And I want to stress that, knowing what God is doing, but also who he is. That is what he does, and his reflection, a direct reflection on the, on, the, on the character of God. Turn to Psalm 92. This relates to that one point I made before about taking time to review 
and even at night. Psalm 92, 1 and 2, again, we see thanksgiving and praise. They go together. There's this connection between the two of them. It's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Faithfulness at night means, look how God has come through for me. Look at what God has done for me. I'm going to praise him, and I'm going to give thanks to him. That's what it's saying here. It's, it's very, very simple. So, so if, if anything, maybe this is the main thing you'll get from this message here, is I'm going to take some time every night, and you can do it during the day, but at least during the night, in five minutes. And I have to say, I know you all have five minutes. You've got five minutes. Okay, that's all you need. You can take ten if you want. You can take two. I'm not saying you have to take five, but just take a little bit of time to thank the Lord for, for who he is and what he's done, and that will then move you to, to worship him more. Thankful person is humble. He realizes he's not a self-made person. He's not one who is proud, thinking at his heart, look at me, look what I have done. And oftentimes we can have those feelings, and they're not the right feelings because anything good is really ultimately from God. Rather, he knows that God has been working in his life. He knows that Jesus Christ is praying for him, as it says in Romans 8. He knows the Holy Spirit is sanctifying him. He understands this, and he's thankful. Paul summed it up this way in 1 Timothy 1.12. He says, I thank Christ Jesus, my Lord, who has strengthened me. So, I mean, even ask yourself, have you taken the time to thank Christ for strengthening you, for helping you? Because that's his purpose. His, his job, the whole trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, are to help you. And, and indeed, they do every day in ways you don't see it. But thankfulness, again, opens up your eyes to, to realize and to recognize uh, what God is doing. A thankful person is humble, for he knows he doesn't deserve anything good, especially his salvation. He realizes that apart from God, he is a helpless and hopeless person. It's only by God's grace that he's forgiven, that he's saved, that he has eternal life. Jonah said it simply, salvation is of the Lord. Paul said, by grace you are saved. And Paul, in speaking of our salvation, said this, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. See, that's the kind of thing that God wants all of us to say. Thanks be to God for his gift that he saved me by his grace. It's what he did for me. That's where God wants us to be at. There's no doubt that God gets all the credit for what he did to save you from sin to save you from death and to save you from hell and to give you eternal life and to give you eternal glory. A thankful person is also sincere. He means it when he's thankful. He's not a fake. He's not a hypocrite. He's sincerely thankful. He knows that God is doing his supernatural work in his life. He's thinking about it. He's aware of it. And by this then he is humbled and then he gives thanks to God and God then is honored. God is honored when we thank him. Turn to Luke 17. A little, good little story, a true story. 17 verses 11 through 8, 19. While he's on the way to Jerusalem, 17 verse 11. While he was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him, and they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? But no one was found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner. He said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. I think this is a picture of, of in life, and I think even in the Christian life, the Christian world, that 
most Christians aren't really thankful like they should be. I, I hate to say that, but I believe that's true. This is, this is an important thing. I, 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 my desire and prayer is that, that, that God uses message to make you a much more thankful person, much more thankful. And, and I'm convinced your life will be different if you're a person like that. <laughs> thankful person gives thanks to God for everything. 1 Thessalonians 5.8 says, In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And everything means everything. Psalm 136, it's interesting because the first three verses, we're going to read this at the end of this message, are all about giving thanks. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, because his loving kindness is everlasting. So it goes through that whole list of things, and every one of those verses there relates to God's love. And so when you're giving thanks to God for everything, whether you know it or not, whatever happens, this situation, that situation, this problem, this good thing, it's all an expression of God's love. And when the bad things happen, we don't see how that's God's love, but we have to, by faith, Thank God. Thank you, Lord. I trust your control. You're going to work this out. This is your loving thing that you are allowing this to happen or causing this to happen. I want to just read a, a, a number of things, go through a number of things here about what to be thankful for. Be thankful for good things and bad things, for big things and small things. Be thankful for the wonderful creation we have for sunrises and sunsets, for plants and for flowers for animals and for pets. Be thankful for hot weather and cold weather, for sunny weather and for stormy weather. Be thankful for your five senses. Do you think about that? you got five senses, wonderful senses. Not just one, not just seeing or not just hearing, not just talking. You have five senses. Thank God for your food, for your shelter, for your clothing. I believe that most of you here, uh, when you have a meal, pray. And my purpose here today is to get you beyond just thanking God for the meal. That's all you do. That's the only Thanksgiving that happens every day is just you thank God for the food. That's basic. That's basic. That's bottom line. That's fundamental. There's so much more. In everything, give thanks. Be thankful for the talents and abilities that God has given you, that you are indeed a unique person. There's nobody else like you in this world. Never, ever been somebody like you or will be special to God made in his image. Be thankful for cars and phones and all the ways you can communicate with people. And it's so much different than it was a couple hundred years ago. We can communicate anytime, any place with anybody in the world. It's amazing. Be thankful for doctors and hospitals and good medicines. Be thankful for family members and for friends and for those people who don't like you because all of us, not all of us, but a lot of us here have people who don't, don't like us. They're enemies. So be thankful for the enemies. Be thankful for our country our president, our governor, for leaders. Whether you like them or not, be thankful. That's what God wants. Be thankful. Be thankful for the people that God puts in your life for they are more of a blessing than you realize. Paul said this in Philippians 1.3, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. That's how he started. He was talking, send this to the Philippians. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. He was very thankful for people. Be especially thankful for the spiritual blessings that you have as a Christian. Be thankful that you're saved, that you're forgiven, that you're a child of God, that God is your Father, and that he eternally and greatly loves you. Be thankful that God has given you his word, his truth, and many, many promises. Promises are wonderful. The whole truth, the whole Bible is wonderful. We have all that we need right here. Be thankful for this word. Thank you, God, that you speak to me through your word. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and all the promises. Amazing what God has given us in his word. Be thankful for the Holy Spirit. He's actually in you. 
that he's with you forever, that he teaches you, that he comforts you, that he strengthens you. You have the Holy Spirit right now. He's with us. It's wonderful. Be thankful for God's character, that he's holy and sovereign and wise and, and powerful and so many other good things. The character of God. We're going to talk about that in a couple weeks, God's character. Be thankful that God has given you a church, a spiritual family, and good friends. Some people don't really have churches, or there's some place where it's hard to meet as a church. We are blessed to be in this country. We can freely come here and, and be together and have the fellowship and the word and, and singing. It's, it's wonderful. Be thankful that God gives you grace. It's abundant love and joy and peace. And these, these are huge things I'm just saying in one sentence. Grace, love, joy, peace. Wonderful. If I just said that, that'd be a lot. We're talking about all these things. Be thankful that God's given you a reason for living, a specific purpose for living, and he uses you for his purposes, his important and eternal purposes. Another thing, God's got you here for a reason, for relationships and for purpose. Be thankful that God leads you, he teaches you and corrects you and disciplines you. He's a good father. He knows exactly what he's doing with your life. Be thankful that God has given you hope, that you have a glorious future, and that, that's huge there too. Hope? You have a short life here, 70, 80, 90 years, and then eternity. I hope. It's, it's wonderful. Be thankful that you'll go to be in heaven with your believing friends f- from earth. I'm thinking of Vicki. I've known her for 45 years. She'll be gone from here sometime in the next, I don't know, week or whatever. She'll be gone. But, you know, I'm sad, but not too sad, because I'll see her again. It, it doesn't, I mean, one hand, it doesn't bother me. I, I've thought about hope so much in the past 20, 30 years, we'll be together for all eternity, and then she'll be perfect. I mean, it'd be very good. So you'll be a believing friends that you knew on earth as well as believers you never met. You know, you'll see David and Moses and Esther and Ruth and Mary. You'll meet, you know, Charles Spurgeon and Billy Graham, all these people. I mean, you have all eternity. I I believe you're going to meet them all sooner or later. It's going to be a wonderful thing and hear about their life and how they loved the Lord and served him. Be thankful that God will greatly reward you in heaven for all your work on earth. That is, we have hope, but in addition to hope, God gives us rewards. And sometimes I'm going to to teach on that because we need to see there's a distinction. That some people won't get as many rewards as others because they didn't really serve the Lord like they ought to. But God still will, they'll be perfectly happy in heaven. There's going to be no jealousy or bickering or complaining or comparing. But the point is God wants to reward us, and he will reward us. Most of all, be thankful that you be with, with the Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever and ever. That's, and he's, he's the number one. He's your best friend. He's the one who loves you more than anyone else. You'll be with him. You'll see him. You'll talk to him. It's, it's amazing. You also need to be thankful for the problems and trials you face. You all, you've all had some little problem this week. Or maybe you had a big problem or big trial. I don't know. We've all had our share of problems and trials and spiritual battles. We need to thank the Lord. We need to know and remind ourselves that God is working all things together for good for his, for his purposes and for his glory and for our purposes and for our good as well. If you're not thankful, you'll grumble and complain. I guarantee you. You find a Christian that's grumbling and complaining a fair amount, he's typically one who's not thankful. I mean that. Very, very important. We're instructed not to grumble or complain. What else? You'll, you'll, you'll be more negative. Be more discouraging. You won't be a very joyful or positive or happy Christian. Let me say that. You won't be. You also need to be thankful for... Th- thank, and if you're not thankful, you'll be greedy. 
you'll be thankful for the things that God has given you, but you'll always wanting more things, thinking that you need more things to make you happy. You won't be a satisfied, you won't be a content person. Thankfulness relates to all these things. It's a, it's a huge truth. It's a, one of the most important commands, be thankful. What are some of the benefits of being thankful? You'll see God more clearly. You'll know him better. Thankfulness is like a, a microscope. You all know that a microscope makes things bigger. You can really see what it is. And it, When thankfulness about the Lord and God and who he is and what he's done, it, it brings into focus the work of God and the character of God, the work of Christ, the character of Christ. You see it much more clearly. That's what really happens. And so this is important because we want to see God for who he really, really, really is. You'll give more glory to God. He'll be honored when you give him thanks. It says in Psalm 50, he who offers thanksgivings honors me. So you want to glorify God? This is one of your ultimate purposes in life is to glorify him. Be thankful and be genuinely thankful. This is what God wants. You won't sin as much. You won't sin as much. You won't be loving things in the world as much because you won't be focused on yourself, but you'll be focused on God and thanking him for, again, who he is and what he's done for you. And when you focus on God, then you're satisfied by him. That verse that I like, and this is one of my purposes when I have time with the Lord in the morning, is Psalm 90, verse 12, Psalm 90, verse 14, rather. Satisfy me in the morning with your loving kindness that I might sing for joy and be glad all my days. Say, Lord, satisfy me. He wants to satisfy you. That's what he wants to do. And, and as we're thankful, then, as we look to him, as we focus on him, then, then we will be ones who are satisfied. I want you to turn to Colossians 3. It illustrates this point. Colossians 3, just verse 5, then a couple other verses later in the chapter. He, he's instructing Christians to be holy. He says in verse 5, Consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. And idolatry just is a, is a nice word to say you're not loving God, but you're loving something or someone else. Then you go to the end of the chapter, verse 16, or not the end, the middle of the chapter. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. There's an element of singing. When you're singing, you're thankful. And I hope that's true as you sing to the Lord. The next verse, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So again, being thankful, being thankful. You know the verse in Psalm 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. See, if you're looking to the Lord, you know, he's your shepherd and he's watching over you, then you'll be satisfied. I don't need anything else. I got the Lord. He's my portion, it says in Psalm 119, verse 57, I believe. He's all you need. And the last verse of that psalm ties it up. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, or surely goodness and love will follow me. That is, 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 is you're knowing the Lord, as you're thinking about him, as you're thankful, as we saw in Psalm 136, that connection between what's going on, all the details of life, it all comes back to the fact that God loves you. You're thankful, then you're focusing on the love of God for you, and that's so important to be satisfied by him. You'll be more humble. We more clearly see the things that have been happening in your life are not because of the good things. You'll see that the good things that are happening in your life are not because of what you've done, but because of what God is doing for you. Being thankful is a humbling thing. You'll have better relationships. This is very important. You'll have better relationships. When you're thankful, you're satisfied by God 
alone and not expecting others to meet your needs. Oftentimes, difficulties, relationships, oh man, this is a problem. Well, you're expecting them to do something that only God can do. You're satisfied by God, not expecting others to come through for you. Not only that, and this is important, but you see how God is working in a person's life. You thank the Lord for a person, then you'll see that God's working, that God's faithful, that God is patient with them. That then helps you to love them for who they are and where they're at in life. Oftentimes, look at people, man, they're just, they're over here and they're down here and they're not, they're not as good as me. And You thank God because he's working in that Christian's life. And thank him for who, you know, what he's doing and what he's done. Very, very important. Turn to Philippians 3. Philippians 1, 3. I mentioned this first before, but I want to make the connection here. Philippians 1, 3 to 6. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you. And there's a connection there. He's thankful. Then he prays for the people. He has an attitude of, of joy. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. They're all together, all working together. And then in this verse. I'm confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. It's important that we have confidence, confidence of what God is doing. And it starts with thankfulness. That's verse 3. You're thankful to the Lord for people that you know, and you see that God is working, and that gives you confidence. And that's important because... If you don't have confidence in the Lord and what he's doing in people's lives, that can cause you know, difficulties and it can cause tension. So, so, so important then to be, be thankful. You'll be a calmer, and steadier Christian, not get so ruffled. When you're thankful, you're not focused on the unstable, changing things of life. But you're focused on God. We know God is called our rock. He's called our fortress. We're focused on God. And as you do that, then, that helps to anchor your soul. You're thanking the Lord. You're looking to him. Not all upset about this recent problem that happened, whatever it was. And you're looking to the Lord, and you're strong in him. You have this anchor. You're a stable Christian. Life won't be so up and down, so rough and rocky, so frantic and frenzied. Rather, you know you're being kept and you're keep keeping going because the Lord's doing that. He's the one who's with you. He's the one who's strengthening you. He's the one who's protecting you. He's the one who's leading you. He's the one who's doing what's good, right, and true. He is the one. All of you who are Christians are thankful. As Christians, we have to be thankful to some degree. We all have a little bit of thankfulness in us by God's grace. But what I want to say to you is that God wants you to be even more thankful. So I have no doubt, I know this is true for my life, I am convinced. I have no doubt that God wants each and every one of you to be more thankful. This is what God desires, and this is what God deserves. So I encourage you to make this your goal for today. Start today. God, help me to be more thankful. And go back to that one verse, and everything give thanks. And Steve sort of mentioned this in his, in his, when he was up here. Everything, everything. Everything, not just the food, but for people and life and for problems and all the things that are going on. And bring, being thankful to God will result in him receiving a lot of glory and honor. And there's no doubt there's a direct connection between you being a growing, successful Christian if you're one who is thankful. There's no doubt. I'm convinced. 
I'm convinced with all my heart that if you grow in thankfulness, it's going to make a huge, not just a small difference, a huge, a huge difference in your life. Huge. As you become thankful the way God commands us to, where you're just thankful every day and thankful for every person, thankful for every situation, it's going to make a huge difference. Let's finish with Psalm 136. We're not going that long today. The truth is basic. The truth has been heard. We need then to apply it. Psalm 136. And again, it's instructive to see how this, this psalm starts and how it ends. And in between are all these different things that are going on and all kinds of things. And Steve read them, and then we say his loving kind is everlasting. It's all these things. And it's like your life. You could go through and list all these things in your life. And we'd start by what? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, his loving kindness is everlasting. Repeat it. It's repeated for a reason. Then how does the psalm end? Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his loving kindness is everlasting. It brackets it. Thankfulness brackets should bracket your life. It's so key. Again, it's not optional. It's not just thanking God for the food that you have every day. That's so minimal. So minimal. And so I would say two things. And I said, the one I mentioned, well, I've already mentioned them both, but I'll say it again, is, is try to at least have some time at night. You know, again, I don't, you know, whatever, whether it's one minute or 10 minutes or 20, whatever. Just think back over the day. Think and thank. Think and thank. Think and thank. It's think back and thank. And whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, a good situation or bad, or Tough time with a person or a good time with a person, whatever. Think and thank. And I'm not saying you have to go back over everything because you're there at night and it's 10 o'clock or maybe it's 11 o'clock, you know, and you're reviewing your day and, and you just maybe think of four or five different things. But I tell you, it'll encourage your heart. It'll give glory to God. you worship Him. And you'll sleep better too. I guarantee you, you'll sleep better when you're thankfulness. It's a key. It's a key for that. So that's the one thing. And the other thing is, is, is God helps you then in everything Give thanks, this is 1 Thessalonians 5, for this is God's will for you. God's will for your life is what? To be thankful. That's it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your truth. And God, you've got to do this for us because all of us at times are just not thankful like we should, and we tend to grumble and complain more than we ought and be negative and unhappy, whatever, Lord, I just ask that for each one of us here that you would do a real amazing work in our life of being ones who are thankful. It's a heart thing. It's, it's in our spirit. It's not something we have to out loud say, I thank you, Lord, even though we can do that. We can say it out loud. We can sing it. But, Lord, it's in our heart. And I pray, God, for our hearts that you would help us to be like this, to be thankful to you most of all, to thank you, you for everything for what you've done for us and the life you've given us, the relationships we have and the job we have and all these things, Father. We, we want to thank you and be thankful. So, Lord, just help us, change us. I'm convinced then it's that which will help us. And so one version says in Psalm 50, it, it helps us to order our way aright. God then, as we're thankful, then can do amazing things in and through our lives. So we thank you, Lord, for this, this church. Thank you, Father, for everyone here. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for Bethel, Lord, for their church. Thank you for what's going on in the world. It may not like certain things, but we know that you're sovereign. That song we sang, that God, you're in complete control. We bless you for that. Thank you for our families. Thank you for our children, our parents, Lord. Thank you for all these things. Thank you for our, our senses. Thank you for our food and shelter. All these things, Father, we thank you. 
Thank you, God, for your work. I thank you, too, for ones who are struggling. Thank you for Jean. Talked to her daughter last night. She's still in the hospital. will be there another, I think, three or four days. And just pray for her, her health. And thank you for Steve and Vicki. And just pray for them, too, in this very difficult time. But it's, it's, an, it's a God-ordained time. And we thank you that you're in charge. And I pray that you'd help them, Lord, in this time. There, especially Steve. And Vicki's getting weaker and weaker. We know, God, that you will lead in the way that you want and the time that you want. But thank you again, Lord. We just want to thank you again for this day, for your great love for us, your kindness to us, and the life you give us, this church. We thank you in all this. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.